0: So here it is, Merry Christmas, everybody's having fun, listen to this podcast now, it's only just begun... Donald the sore throat <laughs> bastard Has a very shiny head Don indeed Not no. too well today are you Don?
1: No I'm not good thanks
0: well, Is your girlfriend looking after you?
1: No she's at work
0: oh, A bit selfish
1: Well not really <laughs> Considering I missed her birthday yesterday Because I was ill
2: uh,
1: so. I... Yeah not good
0: But you
2: but still that. remember the
1: i it, though, eternally well. sorry um, Yeah of course Of course
0: So, uh, obviously, you go out with her and her parents quite a lot, don't you?
1: (laughs) No, you've obviously been looking at Facebook, haven't
0: you? (laughs) Uh, Was that what was set up for the old birthday party yesterday? Was you going to go out with the whole family?
1: No, uh, it's got her parents and just some friends of hers. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
0: That's what it's all about.
1: That that is what it's all about.
0: (laughs) Gareth, the hairy bastard, (laughs) has a very hairy face. And if you ever saw him, you would think what a disgrace. How are you, Gareth? I'm fantastic. Thank you very much. Pretty uh, illness-free this this uh, window
3: so far, haven't you? I had a cough, but you know, coughs. Yeah, you got coughs over a big deal. this week. I do that. I get ill for like a day, and then I'm fine. Show off. Except for one time where I had gastroenteritis. Yeah, you can't shift that in a day, right?
1: No, oh, I had that once. It wasn't funny.
3: Vomit. It's not very nice. And then I had it again a couple of years later. Yes, it's like my week. It's my kryptonite. Gastroenteritis is. I think that's
1: everyone's like... kryptonite, to be fair. <laughs> well,
3: maybe oh. not. Gareth suffers
0: from it worse than the average man. Yeah. Maybe so. Robert, the big fat bastard, <laughs> on so putting weight every pound he puts on, he isn't feeling too great. Yes, we've with- oh. I know. With a Christmas coming up, um, I'm addicted to food. I've actually got one of those medical conditions, which means that I don't really have a shut-off uh, switch in my head uh, that tells me when I'm full up. So I'll just keep eating and eating and eating. So yes, welcome <laughs> to the Game Central Podcast. What episode are we on now? 47? 46. 48? 46 well we're creeping up there we will be giving you some of the greatest news happening in gaming this week so far then we have a feature now that's what I call gaming top 5 gaming memories of the past if you're sorry Gareth sorry about that I'm sure you'll find it amusing if not then I'm sorry it's like one of those list shows that are endlessly played on channel 4 over the Christmas period then it's on to Don why are you still playing Destiny there has to be some reason behind it but before all of that let's go to the news Well, our first news story today, guys, is that Super Smash Brothers, I don't know why they call it bros, doubles Wii U console sales
3: in Japan. You're happy about that, aren't you, Gareth? Yeah, Wii U seems alright. I'll probably get around to playing it one of these days. You're still not playing yours, mate. I am going to. I got Bayonetta yeah. T for it uh, yesterday, but I've not had a chance to play it yet. So that's... Mm. I'm waiting to pull the trigger on that. Oh yeah. So Bayonetta 1 with it as well. I did. Good man. It's a great
1: game.
0: Good. Really? I. Yep. You... Is Metal 1 on the Wii U?
3: Yeah.
1: It, it is, is now, yeah.
3: Put it over. Oh, if memory serves right, you kill God at some point in that game. <laughs> I don't you remember kill, 100%. You uh, killed several. But, controversial yeah. opinions to yourself.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, so we all know that uh, Nintendo do very well on their home territory in Japan, uh so you know this is quite unsurprising news because mario kart 8 done exactly the same didn't it
2: Mm. yes
0: yeah so i think it just goes without saying that if you release a good game people are going to buy the console um talking of good consoles (laughs) xbox one ends playstation 4's 10 month sales streak in north america don tell us a little bit about this will you darling
1: uh, it's uh, it's just it's just a maths really. It's a it's a maths news story. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, for those who like maths, uh, the uh, Xbox One last month sold more units than the PS4 yeah, for
0: PS4. the first time. Yeah. So, uh, you need to be. Please, oh. Mister Scrooge, give me Christmas day off. <laughs> okay, well Xbox One it is a powerhouse of a console, and getting rid of that ridiculous little
3: Kinect seems to have. Done it. The world of good. Gareth, are you gonna get one yet? Uh, I don't have the money to get one, but I have noticed a lot of people, uh, just anecdotally that I've noticed, like on the Facebook group and on Twitter and stuff. Everyone always seems to be going on about like just treating myself to an Xbox One or, or yeah. can't wait to get my Xbox One for Christmas. Like the yeah. p- the PS4 train seems to have died down a bit, and it seems to be all Xbox One. I'm not 100% sure why. Gareth, I'll tell you why. It's because the price
0: cut for one. And uh, Xbox One has got uh, the better exclusives.
1: What, like Sunset Overdrive?
0: Stop being rude, Don. I'm (laughs) talking about uh, Forza Horizon 2 being vastly superior to Drive Club. I'm talking about Halo, the Master Chief Collection, being (laughs) a... Gareth, it may not be the best game ever, but... You name me, a first-person shooter that is exclusive to the PlayStation 4 that is better than it.
3: Hey, I'm sure once they finish the Master Chief Collection, it's going to be fantastic. Go on, Gareth. (laughs) Controversial. (laughs) Uh, From what I hear, it's still not up there. It's still not ready,
2: uh,
0: and its online mode is still not working. It's broke. Correct. But that's not here on your list, Gareth, so we cannot talk about it. (laughs) Uh, Talking about a game uh, that may uh, persuade Gareth into the next generation... Borderlands Remastered. Now, it's one of those games that we're talking about, Skyrim. I played it so much and invested so much time in it. Am I going to want to do that again for slightly better graphics? Because the graphics in Borderlands are very stylized to begin with, and I don't see what more you can do to kind of make it even better. I don't know. What would you say they could do, Gareth?
3: Yeah, it's kind of like the original Super Mario Brothers on the NES. It's like, what can you really do to improve that game? Not much. It's like Wind Waker, you know? Whether we're going to upgrade the graphics to Wind Waker, it's like, that game's already a very pretty game with a very unique yep. art style. You can't really make it look any better. I think Borderlands is a similar case, but the the main silly thing about this is that you can already get Borderlands 1 with all the DLC and everything you would ever want for it for about yep. £5 now yep. from anywhere. So is this Borderlands 1 and 2? It just lists Borderlands Remastered Edition, so I'm assuming it's just the first game.
0: Oh, that, that's that got to be ridiculous, surely. That's because Borderlands
3: it's... 2 improved on it? It did, and yeah. you would hope if they're going to remaster the original, they'll add some stuff that was in 2. Maybe some kind of bonus mode where you can play the uh, characters from 2 through... The Campaign of One, something like that. It just seems
0: that we're in this awful limbo that we've never really seen before, where studios are just remastering their old games. Even though they're good games, you know, we want some new games. Let's have
3: Borderlands 3 announced, rather than just going backwards. Well, I mean, last week they announced Borderlands Online for China, so what more do you want, Ron? I don't
0: know what more I want, (laughs) Gareth, but, you know, I'll be happy with Borderlands Online in China.
3: Is that its full (laughs) title? I hope so. It's
0: catchy. Well, we spoke uh, of our disgust when we were little lads, the thought of uh, Sonic appearing on a Nintendo console. But it seems that Sony and Nintendo are teaming up in talks over animated Super Mario movie. Now, Don, you have very, very fond memories of the original Super Mario movie starring Bob
1: Hoskins. Um, (laughs) Is this something that whets your appetite? Uh, not really. Uh, I I never knew why they did the first film in the first place. It was insane. It was. It was uh,
0: like being on drugs, wasn't it?
1: I, I think I've wiped most of it from my memory, to be honest, because it, it just made no sense. No. It was better that way that you just didn't remember it, <laughs> didn't any of it at all.
0: I think the only uh, reason that this is a story is because of Sony's involvement. Otherwise, yeah. it
1: would
0: be pretty much a non-event.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, It's not like yeah. Nintendo are strangers to movies or... You know, TV shows with Pokemon and everything. So it's not a new move for them, really. Um, no. It's just Sony's involvement, you're right. But uh, Sony Pictures is completely separate as a company to PlayStation. So it's not necessarily <laughs> anything yeah. to do with the other. So It's just... Uh,
0: it's just they're just another Japanese create... company. Yeah, don't be racist, Gareth. What? <laughs> oh, they're just another Japanese company. I think Gareth had some things going through his mind there. I didn't even say it! <laughs> No, you didn't, but you were thinking it when Don said it. Right? So, someone who likes his mobile WWE games is Gareth, and there's another one on the way uh, from Mortal Kombat developer, Neverrealm. Get over here! Could you imagine The Rock saying that? Uh, They're working on a mobile WWE game, uh, and it's going to... Reimagine the WWE world. I don't know how you're going to reimagine it. They've done a DC uh, Mortal Kombat crossover, which didn't go very, down very well. Uh, maybe this will be good for them, Gareth.
3: Maybe. I mean, the last sort of a uh, non-realistic wrestling game they made did pretty well. Do you remember, it, it was that one. Oh, what's the fucking name of it? Where you could like do moves, but your character would jump like thirty feet above the ring to do a power bomb and power bomb down. That was awesome. I don't think you know what you're talking about, Gareth. It was a game. Right, I'm going to look it up right now. Right, you look it up right
0: now. Um, <laughs> so, Don, you're not a fan, really, of uh, beat-em-ups, are you?
2: Uh,
1: I liked Street Fighter 2 Turbo back in the SNES days, and yeah. I'm, uh, I liked uh, Tekken 3, the arcade. I was good at that. But since those days, like the late 90s, I've I've not yeah. really been into the fighters, to be honest. No, and right. to be
0: honest, Don, whenever I hear the word mobile, I just think... Oh, Shit! Oh yeah because <laughs> you know there's nothing out there that is going to be set especially beat em ups I saw someone playing Street Fighter 4 on the iPad and it just doesn't Jesus. have that responsiveness it has to be very simplistic basically yeah. and that's not really
3: for us WWE um, all stars that was Neverrealm no but it was a WWE game yeah, not set I in the real world
0: like the last game they made as in Neverrealm no I didn't that game was made by... Was it Acclaim? Uh,
3: maybe. I'll have to scroll further down wait, this wait, page. Wait, wait, wait. It was
0: made by... Oh, come on, Rob. Use your gaming brain. Oh,
3: I see it now. I see wait, you.
0: wait, Gareth. Don't, don't hurt my feelings. Okay, no, I'm not
3: going <laughs> to...
0: It was made by... Was it Jack's Pacific?
3: Nope.
0: No. Just tell me, Gareth.
3: It's the HQ... T- THQ
0: have they gone out of business have, haven't
3: they yeah they went out of business a little while ago uh, but yeah there was a game where like instead of just doing yeah. a regular power slam your wrestler would like jump up in the air and do nine spins and then slam the person down no. and the person would like bounce another 15 feet up into the air and go flying if it's as ridiculous as that which well, Garrett, you know, my favourite uh,
0: non-serious wrestling game was uh, Def Jam Fight for New York which was quite urban, so I doubt you played it.
3: Is that, Are those the games where like you can remix the music mid-fight and it'll change? I know, that so. was the
0: awful Def Jam icon released for the uh. Xbox
3: 360.
0: Um, I'm talking about on the original Xbox and PlayStation 2, you had Def Jam Vendetta, and then you had Def Jam Fight for New York, which had such rap stars as Joe Budden, DMX, Fat Joe, and Snoop Dogg himself. Isn't Joe Biden the, uh, the vice
3: president? <laughs> Joe Biden. Oh my god. <laughs> You are so out of touch with hip-hop culture. It's unbelievable, Gareth. So out of touch with six years ago (laughs) hip-hop culture. They're
0: still all relevant today.
3: Yep. One's the vice president of the United States.
0: They are. (laughs) Link is the most popular amiibo so far in US and Japan. Well, that's quite surprising because he's got Mario to contend with. Uh, But, yeah, looking at them, I looked at them in-game the other day. Apparently, some are going for stupid money because... Um, some of them are to be discontinued, um, which isn't very nice. And uh, there's a few sort of variants that have had manufacturing faults that have also gone on to sell for ridiculous amounts of money. So uh, Gareth, mm-hmm. Don,
2: mm-hmm.
0: are you intent- Are you going to attempt to buy any uh, Amiibos?
1: No.
3: Thank you, Don. Gareth, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might have done. If I had liked Smash Bros. more. But I definitely would not have got the Link one because Link is a shit Smash Bros. character. That's rude. I don't understand why he's the most popular one. The Mario looks pretty cool. He's got like a fireball in his hand and like fire spewing out of it. And like Luigi's doing a surfboard thing. That's pretty cool. Yes.
0: Are there any um, characters of an African or African American or sort of. Black origins in Super Smash
3: Bros. Didn't we talk about this last week? Oh, no. where I know. Don't try and get out of it, Gareth. Ganondorf is. He technically is a Gerudo, which means he was brought up in the desert. So oh. he's sort of an Arab sort of descent character.
0: Okay, you got out of that one. PlayStation Plus <laughs> gave away £960 <laughs> worth of games in 2014. Um... I, I actually think PlayStation Plus has gone a bit downhill recently. Uh, it started off very strongly, but now it, people are not shouting from the rooftops about it anymore.
1: It's because they've given everything away. <laughs> There's nothing left.
0: Yeah, I suppose. And now we're on the next generation. <laughs> they're hardly going to give away those next generation games for free. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like you say, Don, and very rightly so, they're, they've given away most of their back catalogue. Um So, you know, we're going to have to, when they start having the PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 1, which they're going to go into, maybe they're going to start putting those out there as well. But uh, it's the same with PS Vita. Uh, That was brilliant in the beginning. But like you say, they've gone through the whole catalogue now, and they're just doing some little sort of indie games now, which I know you like, Gareth, but these are sort of below the normal quality. What
3: this month's is the Hitman Trilogy HD and Deadly Premonition.
0: Scraping the barrel. <laughs> oh,
3: come on. Come on. Actually, Don... dead ammunition will reach a wider audience. Don's got a PS4 and PlayStation Plus, so he must have got some good games out of this, surely.
1: Uh, yeah, Injustice, Gods Among Us, the ultimate edition. That was this. Great game. From PS4, which is a great game. I'll give you that. There was something else that I haven't downloaded. That's also low. a
3: great game. Fantastic yep.
1: game. That is. Um, oh, um, Binding of Isaac. Yep. yep. Everyone okay. says that's a great game, although I've yet to play it because I've been busy with other things. Yeah, you and, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've only had, obviously had a PlayStation for a couple of months. So uh, I haven't had the benefit of a full year of all this stuff. But the stuff that's been on there looks pretty decent. But then I have had an Xbox Live Gold subscription as well, and I've been downloading those games every single month. So they'll be pretty good on the Xbox. They're pretty good on both systems, to be fair. Yeah.
3: Xbox has that extra, um, you know. If you stop being a gold member, you still keep the games, though, which is very yeah,
1: nice. which is obviously a much better way of doing things. Because eventually, my gold subscription is going to lapse because I've moved over to PS, to PlayStation. Yeah. So, but I'll still have all those lovely games that I've still yet to play, and probably now never will because I just don't have time.
0: And they will—they will languish in the library of uh, neverness in your account. <laughs> Right, so Nintendo hardware to use freeform screens for future hardware. Here, with everything future related, is Gareth Williams.
3: Oh, God. Um, yeah, they've got a partnership with Sharp to produce advanced displays for future products, which probably means a handheld. Because yes. we all know Nintendo love their handhelds. But what is it about
0: this screen, Gareth? Come on.
3: It's It's that kind of technology where you could sort of you could kind of do anything with it. You can like bend it. You can have it be whatever shape. Like you know, curved TVs. Yeah. Have that sort of a uh, crazy screen.
0: Yeah, but its point. Are you going to want to do that? You're you, going to bend. You could have bend a screen
3: a with a hole in the middle.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but then you can't
3: put it back to having no hole in the middle. Yeah, but. Yeah. But you could have a hole in the middle. That's a feature that you could have. Well, so you, you can hang to... it off your bell end. <laughs> Uh, hey, project, project a woman's face on the screen, and the... <laughs> yeah, go on, Don. Oh, God,
0: Don, get your Gareth, the I'm other Gareth. one's Don. Yeah, because you could have like the whole where her mouth is.
3: Yeah, exactly. See, genius See, technology. There you
0: go. I mean, I'm, glad you, the... I'm
1: glad you went for mouth <laughs> out of the options.
0: <laughs> it was going to be in 3D as and... <coughs> um... No, Don, because I know what you're saying. You're saying the asshole. And if the <laughs> arsehole was open like that, you know, you wouldn't want to go anywhere near it. Okay? Uh, Microsoft working on game streaming service, Arcadia. Well, PlayStation uh, was talk- has been talking about this for many years, but we yet see it come to fruition. Um, this cloud... Gareth, can you not add... News to the gender <laughs> I just found
3: some more news, and I was you trying to add it stealthily some
0: from your from the world I tried to add it
3: stealthily so that no one would ever know well, that's not very good news then is it it would have been if they wouldn't have heard me sending it to you. I suppose I should have been more
0: professional and just can you put some news there about people on the anniversary the PlayStation anniversary um console?
3: What, about the people selling it for like 20 quid?
0: Yeah. Uh,
3: No, I can't do that.
0: Thank you. (laughs) DMC, Definitive Edition, uh, announced for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Now, Gareth, you didn't believe me how good this game was until you played it yourself, did you?
3: This game is awesome. Yeah. I didn't play any of the other DMCs, (laughs) but this DMC is fucking awesome.
0: Yes. Uh, Don, you downloaded it, didn't you, but didn't get around to playing it?
1: Uh, I can't remember. I, I've played a demo of it on, P- on Xbox 360, and it is really, really good. Uh, it's another one of those games that I uh, have either got somewhere, downloaded, or uh, picked up for about five quid, and have but, never got around to properly playing. But do we
0: want to play it again? That's the question. No!
1: No, No. we don't. Because you can still pick it up now for a fiver on the Xbox or <laughs> PS3, so there's literally, again, no point... This is kind of going back to the story you wrote about before about Xbox doing their streaming service. Uh, this is the, it's, instead of doing that and PlayStation with their Gaikai service, which they, they bought and all the rest of it to do streaming of PS1 and 2 and 3 games, we're not getting any of this. All we're getting is just remastered back catalogue. Yeah. They, it's so this whole streaming of, you know, anywhere on demand gaming stuff... Just isn't happening. It's, it's
0: all bollocks, Don. You know, most of the time, I can't even access YouTube on my fucking Xbox One, and I sit there while it's buffering and buffering. Or Netflix will just freeze. So you know they're doing all this, they're talking about all this crap in the future. Let's get the present locked down, yeah. And DMC Definitive Edition, <laughs> okay? It may be a great game, Gareth. No one's no one's trying to argue that. But you know, let's stop trying to pluck things from the past. Let's move on. Devil May Cry, a fantastic game. You know, there's only so much an increased frame rate and
3: resolution can give it. Well, that's and, why they're also increasing extra difficulty modes. Yes, but... To make the game way harder. It was p- pitch perfect, that
0: game. It was just hard enough. Alright, Gareth?
3: Just hard so, enough.
0: A fantastic if I had, if game, I had a pound for every fantastic. time I heard
3: that. Here we go, Gareth. That's
0: like... <laughs> You're talking about sex?
3: I'm talking about uh, my erect penis, yes. Oh, yes. It's just <laughs> hard enough.
0: You know, it bends at the end when it goes in. But, you know, it's just enough rigidness to get it there in the beginning, right? No more, no so, less. No more, no less. And basically, what I wanted to talk about was the PlayStation anniversary console. You would have seen this. It's grey. It it mimics the old PlayStation back in the day and uh, i was telling my dad my um my wishes to get one and uh he said you know you know what rob i may do that and i'm gonna put it on ebay and i'm gonna make two thousand pounds <laughs> i was like excellent Dad! how are you gonna start he said well they're limited edition rob i said okay he said i'm gonna go in argos i'm gonna <laughs> ask them which ones they've got and then they can go through them until they pick out the limited edition one And I said to my dad, you do realise it's not like old school limited edition, like when you used to get 20 pounds in a um, crisp packet or, you know, in the cereal boxes. He's like, yeah, it is. It's, uh, you know, they'll have their delivery of PlayStation 4 and in there they may have the limited edition. And my dad still doesn't grasp it. and. So anyway, I, I, it's been very convoluted because the first batch went to kind of dealers who sold them on eBay and Sony made it how disgusted they were that people were gaining out of other people's misery. So they had done a really convoluted way of being able to secure yourself a uh, PlayStation. You had to be on their Twitter feed hmm. um, at a certain time for a certain clue. Then you'd have to click on the link... Um, tell them the answer then the first hundred people will go through to a form that they then fill in and um, then if they're the first 100 they'll get an email back from game saying that they've got the chance to buy one now <laughs> i wait patiently on the twitter feed to refresh and as soon as i refreshed their whole site crashed <laughs> <laughs> and again it's that fact of these guys that make these sort of competitions. They don't have the necessary technological information or expertise, in able to pull it off. And it became a big mess of people swearing through Twitter, saying how much they hated Sony, saying that everything was a waste of time. Everyone's con- uh, internet was crashing. The Sony site ground to a halt, and only a few people came in, uh, got able. So it wasn't the first 100 people. It was just whether you were lucky enough. To not have the site crashed I tried for a few times myself But to no avail And I never got through to the form Because it kept saying that It was overloaded with traffic (laughs) It's
1: the most ridiculous promotion Apart from the convoluted nature of the whole thing Of having to know these characters Guessing the clue And then picking the character On this massive list of them on the screen You're going through You're not actually winning at that point You're going through to a form To be offered the chance to buy it
0: (laughs) I see what it is it's like, it's like a tiny little gate with like a <laughs> metal gate all around it and maybe a, a gate like a garden gate just in front um, and you've got millions of people on the side of this gate and then they say, right, everyone, the first 100 people through this gate are going to get this. So everyone's just gone oh, through the gate. It's got clogged up and then it's just pff, imploded. But, you know, it didn't work. The first 100 people didn't get it. The second 100 people probably didn't get it. John from Eerith, he probably got one, but he wasn't necessarily the first 100 person to know what the answer to the question was. It was a bit of a farce, really, but you know it's to be expected nowadays. They can't seem to do anything right. Well, um, I, I think
3: games online. part of them wants the site to crash as well. Because then that? you get that headline of, like, you know, demand for our thing was so high that they crashed our website. They may have just crashed it themselves. Maybe. Companies love PR
0: like that. They do. And we're the ones that pay for it. Well, and also, me. you know, no no press is bad press. So, you know, when they say, oh, I can't get a game on Halo because it keeps crashing, they'll say, oh, it's because our game's so popular. What do you expect? Here, have this download for free, <laughs> even though you can't even use it. Um, well, that's it for this week's news. Uh, is there any other business, Gareth?
3: Um, um, I'm not sure... Okay. (laughs) Don,
0: anything else you want to bring up while the chance is still there? Uh,
1: Only on the anniversary console thing, they launched a uh, a little theme for your regular PS4 to give it a a nice funky background, and it gives it the the start-up sound and music from the original PS1.
0: And would you like to give us a little rendition of that now, Don? (sighs) You do the twinkle, that. I can't even... Do you know what?
1: I've heard it about 50 times and I can't remember what it sounds like. It goes like this. It goes, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure it does. Yeah, it goes. Ow.
3: Turn it down, Gareth. I, th- I can hear it in my head, and I think he's, he's kind of right. Kind of right. Yeah. Kind and then there's fact. this
1: kind of peaceful music that it's comes like... after it.
0: Yeah, that's oh, it. All the
3: twinkling's going on. Uh,
0: um, you, you can put it in there, uh, Gareth, because you do that after effects, it's called. Um, and we'll still see that I'm absolutely spot on.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
3: Hi, everybody, it's video game music time with me, Gareth. Uh, this week I wanted to make it a little bit Christmassy um, with one of the first Christmas songs I could think of that's appeared in the game. It's not quite Christmas, it's more just sort of a snow level theme, but I think it feels quite Christmassy and I think it feels appropriate for Christmas. But I also wanted to uh, give it a little bit of a setup as well. Uh, it's from a game called Banjo Kazooie from the N64. I'm sure many of you are familiar with it. It's a fantastic game. Lots of fun, really good character to it. And the, uh, the two songs I'm going to play for you from that soundtrack are the main title theme, just to get you sort of set up in the banjo kazooie mindset, and then the theme from Freeze Easy Peak. Enjoy! <laughs>
4: Single Bells. Jingle bells jingle all the way. A horrific brain disease took the use of my body away. Hey. Hello. Welcome to the top five gaming memories. Has absolutely nothing to do with Christmas but then it doesn't have to. It's the feeling that at Christmas the family like to gather around the television and watch things that are broken down in the list form. My name is Morris Hawkins brother of renowned scientist and total gobshite Stephen Hawkins. The universe is expanding. Yeah right Stephen. So is your ego. By the way I am in no way bitter. I have also done things with my life. I have been to an anniversary party. Locked in Guy wet bed. Basement, turned into a turret to protect a man in exile in Russia But anyway on to today's special feature using expert people who talk about gaming We have my friends from the Game Central podcast Sitting proudly at number 301 on the iTunes podcast chart Do you oh, have a gaming memory from the past or even the future? If time travel is achievable when you listen to this podcast it may well be possible When you look back or forward do these things seem simply unbelievable? I know that someone from the past looking at me wouldn't believe that there could be a man who is also part machine. So sit back with your family, turn on the wireless, and listen as we count down the top five gaming memories. Number five, gamer
3: score. Well, of course, you can't talk about the gamer score without talking about the noise.
1: The noise.
0: Oh, oh, the noise. The, no- the noise was absolutely fantastic.
3: Everybody loves the noise.
0: What a fantastic way to track everyone's progress and gaming prowess! It was yet another way to make yourself feel inadequate. Just like
1: Facebook and YouPawn have done since. Gamer scores. Ah, oh, yes. How to compare penis size
3: if you're a geek. You feel such a sense of accomplishment when you finally reach that thousand points in a game.
0: We don't really pay much attention to it now. I mean, I don't know what mine is off the top
3: of my head. I remember all my thousand points Lego Indiana Jones, Lego Star Wars, Lego Lord of the Rings, Lego Batman, Lego Batman 2.
0: I think it's around 86,345, the largest amount amongst the guys at the podcast.
4: Number four, memory card.
1: Memory cards, the first sign that the industry would move backwards by removing the onboard safe function of cartridges and replace it with CDs and annoying cards that run out of space.
0: As games progressed and became more complex, a need to save your point in the game followed. No more would you angrily have to pull at your foreskin in protest because your mum told you to turn off Sonic the Hedgehog at the Labyrinth level because it was your bedtime.
3: I think the point where memory cards sort of jumped the shark for me was when you started having to plug them into the back of your controller. They were also ridiculously
0: overpriced for what they were as well. 29 99 for a memory card and one of the main reasons my dad refused to get me one.
1: Still, at least you could have multiple saves on the same game, instead of today, where you have one that's tied to your game account because no one has real-life friends anymore.
3: Number 3. Select button. Share buttons, option buttons, back buttons, plus buttons, minus buttons. Whatever happened to just the simple select button.
0: The select button is the most underused button in history. Developers really need to start thinking about it. Otherwise, one day, it may be gone forever. Much like the turbo button. Also the slow button. That was the future, but we just were not ready for it.
1: I remember pressing the select button on my SNES pad one day just to see if it did anything. It didn't. But when I went downstairs, my mum had been electrocuted by the fridge.
3: Number two, cartridges. The age of consoles that use cartridges is, is unfortunately over. NES, gone. SNES, gone. gone. Master System gone, Mega Drive gone, N64 gone, but at least we still have our cartridge systems in the handheld. DS and 3DS. Cartridges live on in you, and I salute you.
0: Cartridges were great, because if they broke, you could just blow into them and they would work again. Unlike discs, if you blow on a snap disc, it still refuses to work.
1: Cartridges are games that worked right out the box and loaded instantly. Good times. Developers couldn't just send a patch to a cartridge,
0: it actually had to work the first time you played it. Can you imagine that? Sonic didn't drop through the screen, Mario's face didn't fall off, and games had an ending. The game actually ended, you didn't have to buy an add-on, and when a game did go bad, you just took them all and buried them in the desert.
1: They also meant you could yank your friend Steve's N64 off the table while playing Lilat Wars, sending it crashing into the hard wooden floor, and it would still work perfectly and Steve would be none the wiser.
3: Number one, manuals. The smell, the taste, even the even the look of a manual sends shivers down many a gamer's spine. Manuals were absolutely
0: essential. Sometimes when I play a game, I often sit there wondering what the main character's blood type is, what their favourite food happens to be, and if they have a yearning for revenge.
1: Their demise is most lamented. But whenever I went round a friend's place to try their new game, they'd always ask which button did what. Why haven't you read the manual, you gimp?
0: Whenever I got a new game, on the bus ride home the manual would be the first thing I would read. It would be the entry point to any game and leave me suitably moistened for the game to begin once I got home. PC
3: games had manuals as thick as an encyclopedia.
0: It was like gaming foreplay, exploring the game before entering it.
1: And there was like stupid blank pages at the back that no one ever used, except for drawing tiny little pictures of penises. Well, that's why I did it my friend's manuals anyway. So
4: that's it for today's show. It has been an absolute pleasure hosting this show. Just to let you know, I am available for public appearances and can also offer my services as a power generator to blow up the bouncy castle at children's parties. That's it for top gaming memories, but join us next year for pretty much the same list, but just in a different order. But now it's time for... Donald, why are you still playing Destiny?
0: Right, so Don, um, why have you been playing Destiny this week? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: because um, I have an addiction. Uh, no, I've, well, the new DLC came out last week, okay. um, so I've been playing through that with the, uh, the usual crew. The uh, usual the crew? The usual crew, which is Guy. Have you seen Guy's Guy. uh, latest
0: like profile picture on Facebook? With his I really have, it's,
1: it's him in a what appears to be a bathroom of some kind, I presume. I, he's always getting his pits taken in toilets I don't know why
0: it's strange it's, uh, he's probably documenting at uh, great detail all of the toilets in gay bars across uh, Leeds <laughs> so there we go
3: that's a full time job right there
0: yeah it is it's a lot it's a lot of work to him good luck good luck to him but um, you know hopefully we'll have him on the show next week
1: yeah I believe we will for our special Christmas roast <laughs>
0: That's Excuse me, the Don. We're going to be talking about that in a little bit, okay? So <laughs> oh, just sorry. stop trying to wet people's appetites and talk about why have you been playing Destiny?
1: <laughs> yeah, so the DLC came out last week um, and uh, me and the usual crew have been playing through it. Um it says like six or seven of us. It's Chris, David, Gareth, Martin, Paul and Guy. Unfortunately, Guy. <laughs>
2: um,
1: and... Uh, we it's just... it's. Uh, I mean, I, I, I actually just generally like playing the game, shooting stuff, collecting stuff, and all the rest of it. Uh, everyone else kind of hates it for the same reason. <laughs> uh, but we still play it because it's just a laugh. Like the other day, we, we went on, they had the new Nightfall, so we kind of split up into a couple of teams and just had a race to see you could actually complete it first. <clears throat> and we were all in the same party chat, so we, there's like six or seven of us all in the same party chat and we're just chatting while we're doing different things in the game. And it's just... The social part of it is really um, what is keeping um, a lot of people on it. Um, Don, Hello.
0: I think Destiny, more than any other game, it really appeals to a certain kind of moron. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it, though? Because, you know, you know uh, the games split opinions, but I think all the people that play Destiny still would all have something in common because it really does whittle down people to a very base... Sort of interest when they play games, doesn't it?
2: Um,
1: I don't know if that's necessarily true. I, I mean, it's at the point now where it is literally a World of Warcraft kind of mm. situation where you're just you're doing raids and things, and the just game to comes up, secondary to get, new, to get new. Yeah, kind of just to get. You know, you're doing the same. Yeah, you're doing the same strikes and stuff over and over and different bounties, but you know, they they mix up the uh, you know the kind of the objectives enough each day for people to want to go back and then it gives you a new weapon or some new armor so you then want to level that up so you end up going to you know going through the motions to get the xp up on those yeah. weapons on that to get the new perks it's it's kind of it's a collector thon type thing it's a bit like pokemon i suppose you uh you don't want to stop until you've found every last one um well that just happens to be a shoot but fantastic well, you know, it's when you're there with a bunch of people or you're on the raid with six, you know, six people doing the raids and you're just having a laugh while you're doing it, shoving people off the edge of things and you're dying a thousand times because it's ridiculously hard. It it just becomes it transcends the, you know, just running through a boring shooter game. It just becomes a laugh, really.
0: Well, you're uh, using it basically as an over elaborate chat room, <laughs> aren't you? In a way,
1: I suppose, but I do. I used to um, it, be a member sometimes.
0: of a chat room where you used to make a little sort of person. This was years ago, I'm talking early 2000s. Um, and you would go into like this sort of cartoon bar, and you would be this little cartoon man, and there'd be cartoon girls, and you'd just go over and start talking to girls and stuff like that. And you know, it doesn't matter what you're doing, if you've got that community there, you know, and you like spending time in that area, in that space, then, you know, all good to you, Don.
1: Thanks
0: very But much. don't try and confuse yourself that it's a good game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's a thousand games out there that are far worse than Destiny. There's more than a lo- thousand Don. that people love playing. So, yeah. you know, it's, you know, just because some people don't like playing it and other people do, it's, for some reason, Destiny has become a focus for just a specific. Um, you know, specific focus for people. No, yeah. for people just to hate on it because they they keep hearing that oh the story's rubbish and this and that and yeah but, you know but these people don't generally play the game you know all they played it a bit and then stopped and you know or they probably played the south played it solo or whatever and then quit the game at a certain point because they just had enough of it but what I mean there's no other shooter that I've gone back to to replay the missions I mean you can go back to Halo and replay them on Legendary but once you've done that. You don't generally go back and play them again and again and again on Legendary over and over and over again, but, for, That's but you, I'm it, then, you then it would a become really special. boring. Well, no, but it would become really boring on a game like Halo if you're playing the same like seven or eight missions, whatever it is, again and again. Yeah. But in Destiny, it's different enough, and there's enough people, and it's the game's actually large enough. The worlds are actually really huge when you actually step back and look at them. Um, the you don't mind going back into them to do, you know, to do the strike again or to do, you know, because you actually getting a reward each time you do something as well. That's the other so, crucial difference. So
0: does Gaia take the same sort of social standing um, as being a bottom feeder as he does in every other thing that he does?
1: Oh yeah, guy's Ga- basically hated by everyone, and he, uh, <laughs> yeah. he's uh, he he <laughs> dies all the time. He's yeah. he's just he's basically dead all the time. Yeah, and constantly name. having to be revived by other people. Yeah. that's uh, yeah.
3: Is is and his so, is username? Die Whitlock. Oh,
1: yeah, No, but I think it should be changed to that immediately.
0: Guy <laughs> Headlock. That's a good one. Uh, so, Don, when you do raids and stuff, do you uh, get to share out the loot? Uh,
1: yeah, when when you complete certain sections or you all find one of the chests. then
0: And, add, and does Guy pers- run around like a little rat trying to get
3: everyone's loot? No, you don't get to share the loot in Destiny. You can't even trade with people. You just what get
1: what you're given. You all, yeah, you all get... if you find a chest then you will all get something from it yeah yeah, so it's not like the first person who finds it is the only person who gets something everyone will get something from that chest or from completing
0: well that's not very good because that's kind of quite a good dynamic of causing arguments
1: (laughs) but there Uh, you go yeah because a lot of the time yeah that does happen people get just some shards or whatever but someone else will get some awesome new weapon and everyone just hates them after that well, that's part of the that's part of
0: the fun. I think Destiny is going to turn into such a niche little sewage heap that you know <laughs> there's just a select few people that play until the serves are just turned off. Well, and then they all start playing.
1: There's, there's still three and a half million people playing it at the moment, which is more than so they say, other game. So it's going to be a so while can, until that.
0: Have you met them all, Don?
1: I have not met them all. No.
0: Exactly. So <laughs> you know, how do you know? <laughs> Fucking hell. Right,
2: well, so my, that's I'm, get, for... I'm
1: getting friend requests every day from people on Destiny.
2: Oh, you're wow. Mr. Popular. Yeah. Yep.
3: Well, Most you know, just podcast. being the third person on this podcast just boosts your social standing so much. And you know that?
1: It does like, you know, it's, I've, I've become friends with people. I've got a girlfriend. Yeah. Don't think I that so far this down, podcast. I have to mention it now. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, yeah.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> so that's it for, why has Don been playing Destiny? No, no, Destiny? I've
3: got questions oh. for him.
1: Oh, oh God. Still My still friends about to come round as well with.
3: <laughs> Don. Hello. Have they fixed the story with this DLC? Don't be silly. Have they done anything story related of any worth?
1: They've added in uh, like three new story missions, two strikes for the PS4, but they're separate story. that They don't continue at all the original story there you are a separate side story to do with the hive and stuff really and the door right now if you will, excuse me okay
0: <laughs> right so that's one of his real friends in real life
2: in real um, life we wish you a Christmas we wish you a Christmas, Christmas, Christmas oh hello Christmas. Are you doing your podcast do you
1: want, yeah you are live right now on the podcast hello Alex hello tell Alex
0: we all say hi apart from Gareth what
1: uh, everyone says hi apart from Gareth because well, he's a racist oh dear <laughs>
0: Gareth try and hold back
1: he's just he's brought me some Christmas presents from is. work yeah Secret
2: Santa stuff.
1: Secret Santa Christmas presents <coughs> excuse me from work
2: yeah,
1: that is for Olivier fantastic
3: he was obviously
1: gutted to not have gutty. received it yeah. now we and know who your
3: Secret Santa is n- yeah. not as
1: gutted as he will be when he actually opens no, it
2: no <laughs> no the anticipation is just too much for uh, to, to um <laughs> awesome I'll leave you to your podcast um yeah, alright. I That's...
1: hope I make the, uh, the final cut. There. Oh, you will. Because Gareth never edits anything, so...
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> this is comedy gold. Why would I edit this? You Cheers,
1: are. dude. Take it easy.
0: I like to think that at that moment, Don was kind of looking up to him because he's quite <laughs> a tall man. And uh, just kind of walking behind him, looking up and sort of catching the presence. Literally like
3: he's... one of Santa's elves.
0: Yeah, as... Uh, as his friend dropped them from the top, Don would catch it at the bottom and then scuttle off into the corner and put it down. Is yeah. that what happened, Don?
1: If you like, yeah.
0: Thank you. <laughs> More um, importantly,
1: though, I've now got two secret Santa presents to open. Two. Right, yeah.
0: Open them up, Don.
1: Ah, oh, uh, <clears throat>
0: this is this oh. is the future.
1: I don't know who these are from, obviously, because they are secret Santa presents. Ones
0: from Olivia.
2: <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. One yeah. will be from my secret son, which will be Olivier. No, it's not, because they're all... We didn't swap like for like. They're all just completely random. Oh. And Olivier is a French guy who's only over for these three days, and I ended up with him.
3: Oh, I bet you did.
1: <laughs> and I have been given a Darth coffee mug. There
3: oh, you go, man. that's all right.
1: Yep, and on the inside it says, I am your father, which is quite ominous. Oh,
3: that's a bit weird. It's not, yeah. it's not very witty, really. It's just a line right. from the film
1: nice i'm always up for a good mug for, <clears throat> for tea here we go and uh so thanks very much to whoever that secret santa was if um is... if that's <laughs> is podcast which they're probably not um the second one is yet more star Wars. there's a theme here with more star wars things
0: Do you know what if some people saying you her. the same thing yeah that means you don't have much of a personality in your office <laughs> because they're all reaching for the same sort of oh uh, god.
1: Do you know what? Actually, I think this Secret Santa is two presents, not two separate people, oh, because okay. it's the same wrapping paper, and that would have been too much of a coincidence. And uh, yeah, but- this is a also a Darth Vader themed item. It's a, a key ring that lights up. Uh, Anders, look, yeah, of Darth Vader. Uh, oh, it's a Lego. Darth Vader I've got the exact same key ring Lego Darth Vader with a light that and comes the lights out,
3: of his come feet. out of his
1: feet and you
0: press the yeah. stomach
3: oh yep. what a small why his feet in the film light never came out of his feet it's a, it's a Lego thing it's not a Darth Vader thing what I oh, like okay. is that
1: there's there's batteries with it but it already works so
0: wow
3: so I if could... you overuse it
1: you know you've got a <laughs> backup of batteries <laughs> that's a good good so that's excellent thank you very much to my work secret center and whoever you, did you get, are Olivia, uh, Olivier, uh, I got him a calendar. Of
2: That's
1: a bit racist, Don. <laughs> a London calendar. Enjoy, yeah. French man that I've never met. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, uh, you know he's foreign. He, you know he'll take something back. Yeah. You know. He's...
0: Right. So Gareth, have you finished your questions about
3: Destiny? Um, what are the st- extra story missions about then?
1: They're all. Um, it, they're all um, uh, hive-related. Um, the DLC, the Dark Below, it's all related to the hive, and they're um, them trying to bring back um, Crota, who is a bad man.
3: That's the whole DLC.
1: Uh, pretty much, yeah. That is you bullshit. To, you have to defend the Warmind at one point where there's all like, these witches who are also minions of Crota, because everything's a minion of Crota in the hive.
0: Yeah. Don't um, go to the
1: hive. So you're defending that big computer thing. Um, you've got to kill some giant witch bitch, <laughs> um, which is a fucker. It's also the strike. Um, uh, she's a real I fucking hater. Um, and then you've got the raid, which is actually um, killing Crow to himself, ultimately,
2: isn't which I've like yet a, to do because it's really he fucking a hard. God?
1: He's meant to be one of their gods. Yes, uh, I don't know what happens at the end because I've not done the, finished the raid yet. I've only got through to the third part because um, it's too freaking hard.
0: Here we go. Nice. Thanks. All right, so that's it from why is Don playing Destiny this week. Uh, now on to what have we been playing? <laughs> Gareth,
3: what have you been playing this week? I've been playing a few things. Uh the first thing I guess I could talk about is Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls. Go on, Gareth. Which I've Ooh. finally been getting into. And sort of, some of the stuff we were talking about just then with Don playing Destiny, similar to what I've been doing with Diablo, we just... On Skype with friends whilst doing some adventuring, going through some rifts to get new gear and stuff in Diablo. Except in Diablo, if your friend gets an awesome legendary item that is better suited for, say, me, who's a wizard, they can just trade it to me. Oh, yes. Like like it's an actual video game that's been made by actual humans who know how video games work. It's an absolute dream so we're all three of us you know we're going through we're beating all these bosses getting all this loot and then if we get some cool loot because we're all nice people we just share it between ourselves and we're all getting really powerful and it's really fun because everything you pick up is going to be of use to somebody so every new item you get is exciting for everyone
2: that's
1: okay because in destiny you can just have three different characters of three different classes and then you can give it to your other characters
3: well, that's so. about the most lonely thing you could have possibly have <laughs> said. <laughs> um, you know, Diablo is so much fun now. It used to be... It was hard before because they had the uh, auction house. It was hard to do anything without going to the auction house because uh, only the best loot was available there and you really needed the best loot to beat the game on the harder difficulties. But they got rid of the auction house so they completely redid the way all of the loot in the game works. Just They kind of just said, fuck it. And we're like, let's just make everybody unbelievably powerful. Just make them do crazy shit that they could never have done before. And just completely make everything unbalanced in an awesome way. And it's so much fun. Like, to have 50 enemies run at you, and you just stand still, create a black hole, whilst making it rain fire, while you summon a giant hydra to breathe fire on them, and then they all explode when they die. It's... Amazing. It f- makes you feel so powerful. And you are, Gareth. I am. I'm so powerful. I'm a wizard. Yeah. Oh, wizards for life. Wizards are so cool. Black holes. Uh, that uh, that, you that came like out vaginas? wrong. I, it came out like vaginas, but I didn't actually yeah. mean like vaginas.
0: No, that's right, I mate. Mean. I understand.
3: <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just... This sheer volume of legendaries and incredibly rare items you're getting at that game is just... Happens so thick and fast now in adventure mode. Because basically they added a mode where... Um, you'll get like quests which will be... Go to this area and kill this certain difficult enemy. But it's in an area you visited in story mode. So once you completed the game... You just uh, get to revisit all the different areas in, a, in random orders. And you'll be like... Oh I remember this bit from story mode. And then you'll be fighting a boss that isn't supposed to be in that area. But for this bit... That's like the quest in that area. And yes. you're like... You're constantly... Doing these quests to earn bits of a keystone, which you can then uh, use to open these things called Nephilim Rifts. It's getting a bit convoluted now.
0: It does, mate. Uh,
3: And these rifts will be uh, completely random uh, dungeons with completely random enemies in there from anywhere in the game of any difficulty. And you have to just go in there and kill as much stuff as you can to summon the boss of the rift. And then when you finally kill that boss, he has a chance of dropping another key to an even greater rift. Um, And then once you go in the greater rift, you have to race against time to fight another boss. And if you beat that time, then you get to upgrade your rift key, which opened that rift, to face another harder dungeon. So you just sort of constantly facing harder and harder and harder challenges and you can cash out at any point you can be like instead of upgrading this rift key i want to take that experience and pump it into my items and make your items better but if you stick with it and keep playing harder and harder and you know obviously the risk is if you keep going harder and harder you'll push your luck and then you'll lose out on all the stuff that you've been sort of banking um, but it adds a really fun element to the game where everyone's like, "Ah, oh, I think that was a bit too hard. Can we maybe go one more? Let's go one more." And then someone's always like, "No, guys, I just want to upgrade my gems. Okay, I've got a level level eighteen gem. I just want to, you know, I just want to have it be level 21... And then I'm just one step closer. And everyone's like, "Nah, come on, let's just level up the the keystone." So it's just a really fun game to be playing with friends. And I wish I could make it part of my game of the year list, but because that game came out like last year or however long it was I don't think that's going to be very fair I might cheat and put the expansion on my game of the year list but that game is so much fun if people haven't played Diablo 3 then you're an idiot I realise I just called a lot of our listeners idiots <laughs> which may be not a great move but it's because you are idiots because Diablo 3 is amazing um, so I'm going to keep playing that uh, I beat The Wolf Among Us uh, another Shh. Check off on the what? What is that noise? <laughs> 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 what the hell? What? 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 Seriously, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. It sounded like you put your mic up to a dog's face.
0: I could well have done. <laughs> so that's for another episode.
3: <laughs> uh, I beat the Wolf Among Us, and that's a really, really good game. I really enjoyed that game a lot. It does a similar thing to The Walking Dead um, with the ending, uh, not like thematically, but the sort of way it wraps up its story, um, which was a little bit like eh, I've seen this particular trick before. But it was still really effective and the mystery that they wrap up in this really awesome world is like genuinely interesting. It's like it kind of ends in a realistic way instead of just the way that you think it should end which I think is more uh, sort of, it's kind of more shocking when something ends in a logical way instead of the sort of you're waiting for the crazy twist and then it's just like oh of course that's what happened. Like, duh. Um, so I really liked that about it. Sort of to have a grounded detective story set in a world full of fairy tale creatures uh was pretty special. And I really, really, really liked that game. And then Good. Th- thanks, Rob. And then the last game I've been playing is Borderlands the pre sequel. They released D L C which was like a um basically a horde mode uh, in an arena. Uh, that you get really cool loot from. And they upped the level cap from 50 to 60. Added another playthrough so you can play the game through again on a harder difficulty. And I love Borderlands. They just keep giving you so much for your money. Like the um, the Horde mode that they added. It's reminiscent of the previous Horde modes. Except the loot you're getting is actually like decent. Like... Uh, normally you'll complete a round in, what was it, uh, Mad Moxie's Slaughter Dome or whatever the fuck it was in Borderlands 1 and you just get like some gold and it was like, meh, okay but in this, like, every round you complete you get a new unique weapon or um, something really awesome, like a new skin for your character which makes them look really cool so it's like, oh shit this actually is fun to do because I'm getting rewards from it, they finally figured out that to make these kind of Creature domes fun. You just have to reward players for doing them. And it also has a little bit of extra narrative stuff. Like they drop in the hint of a future vault hunter's name. And stuff like that. Just little bits here and there. That just make it feel like more than just a sort of stock DLC. Which it kind of is. It's just you go to this place on the map. And then there's a dome. And you fight enemies in it for waves. But they add enough. On top, that it doesn't feel like a cheap cash in. And that game's just like Diablo, just fucking fun. Go on, you just get you, shitloads been having of loot. You've had such a good time, haven't you? I have. I love a good co op game. Diablo is fantastic co op game. Borderlands, incredible co op game. And the, they have seem to have changed the loot in Borderlands as well, so we've been getting a lot more oranges, which are the uh, rarest type of item you can get, basically. We've been getting so many more than we have in previous games. It's so good. Like, every so often we'll just look in a vending machine, like, half-assed, like, oh, go sell some items at this vending machine. You'll open up the vending machine and they're just selling an orange. And you're like, oh, fuck. I don't have enough. We need to sell everything we have just to afford this one gun because it looks awesome. And that that's just really cool. Just to be blindsided by stuff like that. It's just awesome. I love it so yes. much. They'll they'll never make a Borderlands game that I won't love, I think. Or at least, if they do, then it'll be a long time from now. Because this formula has got just something about where it just hits all my buttons at once. All the pleasure centres of my brain are activated at the same time. And it's just it's glorious. I fucking love Borderlands. Maybe Game of the Year material for me. Kara. Which might be a bit controversial. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. See what happens, and of course, I've got Bayonetta Two to play this week, so I've got loads to do. Yeah, thank Unemployment, lots of time to play it. Hey, that's true.
1: <laughs> How's your Christmas job hunt been coming along? Bearing in mind it is very nearly. No,
3: it's how so it's Christmas, and I don't have a job, mate. Yep, it's not been going well. Didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I am on a employability course at the moment, though.
2: Go yes, on, Gareth. So. Are you?
3: You're killing it! Why don't you become a hairdresser? That would be
0: fantastic. Why don't I become a
3: hairdresser and wear tight trousers? I, I. So this is a weird problem I have: is I go through trousers incredibly quickly because I rip all my crotches with my natural like sitting pose.
0: Well, there we go, Gareth. (laughs)
3: Like right now, I'm sat cross-legged. Ugh. I'm just always open it. I always have my legs open, I guess you could say. What? (laughs) Why would that be gay?
0: Right, so before I go (laughs) on to what I've been playing, I've got a little guessing game for you guys. Um, What game is this lady speaking about? You ready? Mm
2: Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah.
4: Yeah. It's not something you can have at the spur of a moment, even though it might seem like a good idea.
0: So, what do you think? What game do you think she's speaking about?
1: Uh, that Zimba, whatever it is, dance thing, maybe.
3: I think the the only game people talk about nowadays is GTA Five. Is it GTA Five? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's listen to clue number two. Okay. For one, you really need to have your bowels
2: evacuated. In other words, you need to go to the bathroom. <laughs>
0: least an hour before right so any other ideas going
3: from clue number two (laughs)
1: that's uh zumba the scat edition nope (laughs) that's that's terrible
3: i really (laughs) really love the pod music going on in the background (laughs) thank Uh, you very uh, much still no idea i'm gonna say twister
0: nope please (laughs) (laughs) clue number three
3: wash really well after you've gone to the
2: bathroom.
4: And that includes using a very mild soap, not with any fragrances, so it's going to be irritating. If there's going to be a toy,
3: or another person's finger, or if you are going to put your penis into your partner, you want it to be clean.
1: Any Still any ideas? <laughs> what, uh, what system is this game on? <laughs>
0: uh your bed
1: <laughs> right i thought it might be
2: anal sex
0: oh yes we all enjoy it don't we God. Uh, you know it's a game that we can all have fun and we all get behind but you know guys all... <laughs> no gareth come on
3: we all get behind
0: <laughs> it's, it's something we can all get behind and and you know You know, we're going to be around family members a lot and, you know, <laughs> might fall back into old kind of, um, traditions that we do on Christmas Day, be it with family members, loved ones, you know, and let's just all remember to be, be safe and take our time. Now, what I've been planning this week, week mainly, is, uh, not too much really, to be honest, because I've been playing Ratchet and Clank on the PlayStation Vita, which is a really good set of games. Uh, it's the trilogy. It was only £5 on the 12 days of Christmas. And, uh, being a big Jack and Daxter fan, I've never actually played Ratchet and Clank, uh, which seems quite strange, doesn't it, guys?
3: Yeah, so really strange. strange.
0: But, uh, it translates so well to the PlayStation Vita handheld. I'm not going to sing its praises anymore, because <laughs> it doesn't deserve it, quite frankly. <laughs> and if Sony can't be bothered to get behind it, I am certainly not going to get behind it, guys. Um, Ratchet & Clank, I was playing Ratchet & Clank 1, and it's so surprising how well it holds up today. It's actually also quite humorous, uh, which always helps. Um, I'm only a little way through Ratchet & Clank, the first edition, um, but I can tell that I'm gonna have a really good time with it. Um, I haven't actually played any other games apart from Plants vs. Zombie on the iPad. Now, it's quite a casual game, but it's also quite taxing for the mind. So if you've got anything on your mind, Gareth, anything at all, it really is a good way of diverting your concentration onto other things. Uh, still playing a bit of GTA. I've already told you guys what I think about that, and I'm also playing Far Cry Four, which is also a very good game. But other than that, I'm ashamed to say that I haven't played very much. Would you like to ask me any questions, Gareth?
3: Uh, not not specifically, but like I feel like I'm taking this game of the year thing pretty seriously.
0: No, we're gonna, but it's not time to take it seriously. I, I
3: know, but it got to like December, and I was like, oh shit, this game's I still need to play. There's Bayonetta, if I get my Wii U, still need to play yeah. Divinity: Original Sin on the PC. I want to get Wolf Among Us at some point. And then you guys are just like, uh, I played a PS Vita game from nine years ago. It's like, great, great job, guys. Yeah, good job, <laughs> job. But
0: you know the thing is, Gareth, it's not my lack of wanting to play games. It's just the total lack of inspiring games out there. Mm. And I think that's the problem. You know, this time, every year, we're normally inundated with games that we want to play. There's a whole pile of games. But so far, I'm playing a game that's pretty much a carbon copy of its forebearer, Far Cry 4, and also a game that I've already played to death in Grand Theft Auto 5. You know, I don't think there's ever been a Christmas period that has felt so barren.
1: Well, I don't have that problem because I've played
2: Destiny. I'm playing
3: No interest to play anything else, Don?
1: Yeah, I've got Far Cry 4 and in Alien Isolation just sat there waiting to be played. Just waiting to be played. And I will get round to it over Christmas. You say well, that. I well, I will. Well,
3: I will. you say... I will
1: definitely, definitely try. Definitely. <laughs> You sound so sure of yeah. No, by by you know, some point during Christmas I'll have got up to level thirty two on my destiny character and then um I will stop because there won't be anything higher to go until the new DLC which everyone will hate. <laughs> so <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so you know, i obviously I'm not work over Christmas so I'll have a bit more time, so uh I will definitely be going and having a look into those new lovely games.
0: But this is what we're saying, Don. <clears> Do you guys not think this has been Especially on the second year of the new generation, one of the most uninspiring uh, sort of Christmas periods ever for gaming.
1: Well, there's certainly nothing new coming out specifically for Christmas that is jumping out at me at all.
2: No, but I'm not, that's I'm it. not even, well, I'm well, not even sure if there's anything.
1: Yeah, I'm not even sure if there's anything new coming out. It isn't is there? It's all been done already. Yeah. All the big stuff's come and gone. Um, they, they've kind of. I mean, we used to complain there was too many releases for Christmas, and now yeah. there's none. <laughs> They've gone the opposite.
3: <laughs> so I mean, in fairness, you know, Nintendo got their Wii U game in for Christmas, Smash Bros, which a lot of people are, that aren't me like. Yeah. You know, Sony got their Far Cry Four and GTA Five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as did Microsoft. PCs just always got games at all times.
1: Oh, PC Master Race.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, there far we far go, far. guys you know, completely uninspiring. Not bad games, but, you know, I really think Grand Theft Auto, let's be honest, has taken the shine away. Well, not taken the shine away, but masked the uh, paucity of games that we've been offered this Christmas.
3: Yeah. Ended on a bit of a sombre note, but...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but let's let's end this podcast on a very, very high note. Ah! Oh, God.
3: (laughs) Fantastic.
0: Well, that's it. Uh, Next week, Don, uh, you'll be be pleased to know that we're actually having our (laughs) annual Christmas roast. Now, we've not had one before because, well, we're coming up to our first year anniversary. uh, But not me and you, Don. I'm talking about the podcast (laughs) just in case people might get confused. Next week, we're going to be having the Game Central roast, which basically means that we're all going to sit around a table... Uh, Guy Whitlock's hopefully going to come along uh, and we're going to discuss this year uh, we've already given a bit of a hint that we think this year's been absolute shit but um, Gareth's going to come to the aid of indie games and he's going to tell us why indie games have really saved this year Um, Gareth is there any particular meat you'd like me to bring
3: Uh, I'm always partial to a bit of goose around Christmas
0: around Christmas I bet you eat them raw from your local lake <laughs> I can imagine you with your hair all wet clinging to your neck and your beard all wet and dripping with blood
3: whatever works for you man
0: thank you Don <laughs> any particular things you'd like me to bring to the roast
1: uh, some partridge yes and a pear tree yeah gold, some gold rings how many some French hens five rings would be nice Yeah, if you can manage five I can
0: I've got five
1: indoors perfect Uh, and just some French hens purely because I'd like to know what a French hen is
0: so join us next week for our Christmas roast um, and our usual news views and automobiles so until then we'll speak to you soon goodbye
2: goodbye